Welcome back, everyone. Episode two of the Big Friday podcast, where your program is just a suggestion, and if the pan's hot, it would be a damn shame if you didn't cook. Um, housekeeping is where we start. And I have bad news, Evan. What's that bad news, Ryan? Last week, we discussed the definition of seminal. We both didn't know what seminal meant. I thought it meant the first ever. And then we had a viewer of the podcast send me a screenshot. And do you know what that screenshot said? Was it the UCF mascot? No, that's FSU. FSU's the Seminoles. FSU, that's right, not UCF. And we're respectful to the Native American population. Um, Seminole means pertaining to semen. Ah, so we were in the right ballpark. Yes, it was the semen episode. Because if you think about like how if like a podcast is a baby and then you want it to grow up and you'd be like a strapping young lad, it really does start with a seminal experience. It does. Yeah, and that was us. Just two guys talking to each other on a camera, having a good seminal time together. If you don't like that, got to get out because we don't we don't handle that intolerance. It's 2023. All right, now we can actually get into weightlifting-related housekeeping. Ready? Let's rock and roll. All right. Where do we start? The first place that we're going to start, uh, Max Out Blackout. Bear Barbell, April 8th, starting at, I don't know what time. Show up at 5 a.m. We will have Brittany Rucker's cell phone number in the description to this video. On (laughs) April 8th at 5 a.m., just start calling her. Brittany, where are you? Brittany, I'm outside. Where are you at? Knock on the door. You got a crowbar? Break in. It's San Antonio, Texas. There are no rules. There might be- Bobo, do it be lit. Confirm, deny. We'll find out April night. What are we thinking? He keeps explaining. Yeah, probably, probably. I think explaining the rule set to people. We had someone confused. It's like, dude, it's like it's all fucking written out in front of you. One, Evan explained it to you. Man. Two, you said that sounds good. Three, you didn't sign up. So, all of Evan's work was for naught. And it clearly didn't sound good. So, Evan, let's revisit that. What? Walk me through it. We revisit. You know, weightlifting meets? No. All the rules that make them not fun? Get rid of them. Like it? You got me so far? That's it. That's MOBO. I tend to snatch like this on my head, and then I press it. Good? Good. Great lift. Great lift. Extra kilos on your total if you do that. Style points included. That's your third category of weight. Ten attempts. You split them, however. Snatch, queen, and jerk. You can press it out. Just get it up safely. Warm up. Do you have to get it up safely? As long as you, you know, like, don't... You said it yourself. Don't do that thing where you catch a snatch, drop to your knees, do a lunge, stand up and do that. Like, Yeah, that's not allowed. That's not allowed. That's not allowed. Because it's ugly. That's not allowed. If you want to catch a snatch, get down and do like a Turkish get up. I think I'd give them to that. Give that. Yeah. I would take that. Because that's a very, very technical movement. Single arm snatches are allowed? If they use a challenge card. So it has to be challenge card? You can't just roll out there and just hit a single arm snatch? If someone wants to hit a single arm snatch, what do you think? I say we let them. I still don't know. 
Yeah, I say go for it, hundred percent. Or this, you did, just obsess. Didn't Klokov hit like a ninety kilo one arm snatch? I feel like it was a hundred, but it might have just was it a hundred? Jake, can you find some the thing where he like footed it hopped around a track with forty kilos over his head in a snatch <laughs> grip? <laughs> Jake, find the one arm Klokov snatch video and then edit in the following noises over it. I want that to be like him finishing the snatch right now. I did that sound into the video. Play it. Why has that never been on any of your reels or memes that you post now? I don't know, but that, man, I'm down. <laughs> oh, Jake, save that sound bite and just send it to everybody. I'm just sad. You know that like TikTok or real trend that's like, this video is pure testosterone. <laughs> Our new Klokov video is going to be, this video is pure testosterone. It's just a single arm snatch. <laughs> you haven't seen that? Really? You haven't seen that trend? I haven't. No. Well, it's like the, it's like an Arnold Schwarzenegger video. And he's like, you are puny and I smoke my cigar and I have sex with your woman. And I was like, that, a lot of this doesn't sound consensual. Now we're getting into things that seem like safe sport violations. And we know the Big Friday podcast, Big Friends of safe sport you and i walking safe sport violations big friday podcast big friend of safe sport yes 100 percent. heels over toes guy big 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 enemy of safe sport he's actually on the board he's on the advisory <laughs> he's the one unsafe member that keeps everyone in check exactly he's that one consultant that plays the devil's advocate but back to mobile rules 10 attempts wear whatever the heck you want Split the attempts up however you want. Play the music you want to play on your lifts. And have a good damn time. That's pretty much it. Me, personally, I'm going denim overalls. All of my attempts, I want Cotton Eye Joe. So, ten Cotton Eye Joes. And I'm doing knee overalls. We have had, in the past, a special award for the best attire, the Ric Flair Award, so maybe we'll ring that back. If you don't want to wear a singlet, you want to wear a Speedo, you want to wear, you want to wear a suit, you want to go rent, rent a tux, I'm pretty sure tuxedo companies can't get mad at you if you weightlift in them. That's, I believe, in the Men's Warehouse Code of Conduct. So head all over to Men's Warehouse, get yourself a three-piece suit, and PR your snatch in it. A story that you can tell your kids so that they can look at you very confused. Side note, in terms of men's warehouse rules, I don't know if that is an applicable rule because I bought a suit from them for one of my friend's weddings, had it tailored, supposed to have a lifetime kind of warranty on it, and on the dance floor at the wedding, ripped my pants. Oh no. They wouldn't fix it. Let's get the SpongeBob meme going. He ripped his man. <laughs> Big Larry came around and put me down, man. And they wouldn't repair? They're ripping you they wouldn't repair. That is... They were like, you need to pay to get this fixed. And I was like, dang. Totally not. It's like a lot of people talk about, you know, being held down in society. But I think that right there is as good of an example as any of poor Evan being held down. Boy, he didn't choose the Chunky Dumper lifestyle. It chose him. It did. It did. And that might actually be something to talk about later in terms of some of the... Uh, things you want to cover today unexpected oh, yeah. benefits unexpected setbacks i didn't read any of those but i'm excited for i'm excited it's gonna be great any other mobo rules to highlight guys the links are in the description go sign up cash prizes are gonna be what heaven 
Gosh, I remember off the top of my head. I want to say I remember 500, 500 300, 400. And then 321 for 021. 300, 200, 100. That's a lot of cash prizes. You're not going to find anything of 100 total. Regular ass USA weightlifting meet that's giving out prizes like that. USA weightlifting meets, they don't give you anything. They give you a little plastic medal, a little bit of PTSD because the center judge gave you some weird looks when you were snatching. She was staring at your grundle in your bottom position. That's why you bombed out. It wasn't you, it was her. It was the judge. She assaulted you. Press charges. How's about an AO1 prep update for the Gifted Barbell Club team? How are things trending? Evan, you'll be competing. How are you feeling? Tell me a little bit about it. I will be competing. It'll be a blast. Last year, it was probably my worst meet of the year in terms of performance. It was it was a tough one. I don't know why. But it was the best year changes. in terms of hanging out with the homies. It was the best year in terms of hanging out with the homies. It was a fun time. Performance-wise, you know, it, it got turned around. I'm excited for it this year. But homie-wise, dope. And this year, we're feeling good going into it. Casey's doing great. She's rocking out complexes and variations of lifts, 85, 80, 90%. So top range numbers without, you know, no belts, no wraps, nothing like that. So she's feeling pretty confident going into the meet too. And then you got caught by the registration cap, didn't you? And <laughs> not being able to compete? Yeah, it was like a combination of the registration cap and then my own laziness. I was all cap. There was so much cap in my rap when I talked about doing Vote printer, all cap. Because I was like talking to like people that wanted to you know sign up and get some coaching going to AO and they're like the caps like what are you talking about the caps are already here what? but now they're raising the cap I wouldn't be surprised they're gonna be like all right we're raising the cap one more time 100 more people will sign up university into a completely different room but the caveat is that to get the final 50 spots registration is 799 dollars to take out a mortgage to <laughs> <laughs> we need $300,000 from you paid back over 30 years. Can you do it? Who's the new president? I don't know. Matt Siccio? He's Matt. the CEO, isn't he? Matt, come on the podcast. Uh, Jake, clip this right here. Matt Siccio, come on the podcast. we got to talk about these registration caps. We are fixing American Open for you. All you have to do is listen to two people that have their finger on the pulse. We are finger blasting the pulse of the weightlifting community. Come on the podcast. Let's talk about it. Talk about American Open. We'll talk about anything. Your love life. We'll talk about inkjet printer repair. We'll talk about whatever you want. The difference between cumulus and nebulous clouds. We'll talk about all of it. Just come on. It's wild, man. It is wild, right? <laughs> Just get it fixed. Probably get them on. Get it fixed. Get them on. Or you're going to get relegated to fencing. They're going to replace you with a pigeon as well. And that's not a good look. How do you explain that to your wife and or husband? We don't know and we don't judge. But if you say, hey, guys, lost my job to a pigeon, it's a bad, bad look. Or is it a good look? Good look for other species moving up in the world. Yeah, yeah, that's right. That's progressive. Progressive speciesism. Like, why can't a pigeon run weightlifting? Right. Thomas Ion, is he a pigeon? Have you seen the episode of Rick and Morty where they turn the Marines into turkeys? No. Oh, you have three. Jake, marine turkey. Put it up there. And then above me over here, I want you to make a Thomas Ion pigeon hybrid. Just tell the AI, Chad GPT, 
I need to see Thomas Ion. Send me Alita Pidges. And you're going to be like, wow, dude, that's fucking close. Like, I don't, I can't disprove that. <laughs> People are going to believe it. They're going to be like, okay, he lives under the Denver airport because that's where the Illuminati is. Uh, people who also got caught by the cap, Elaine, she won't be lifting at AO, got caught by the cap. Uh, Did she? Tyler, caught by the cap. Basically everyone who isn't named Casey or Evan on Gifted Barbo Club. Um, all the people that were like, hey, Ryan, what meet should I sign up for? And it's like, let's wait for the last minute and do AO. And they're like, oh, that sounds good. And then they didn't. So maybe we'll see you guys at a different AO series. Where are the other ones this year? I have no idea. One's AO, two's in California. That only two of them. In, yeah, finals, I think, is in Wilmington. Wilmington? Oh, didn't they do like a graphic and they showed like Wilmington, but they put it in the wrong state? They put it in Chesapeake, Virginia. <laughs> <laughs> It was perfect. They still have the screen cap somewhere. <laughs> I could send it to Jake. Jake, post that up here. So aren't pigeons like, I'm sorry to go back to the pigeon, but aren't <laughs> pigeons like notorious for their geolocation skills? Maybe. A pigeon would never confuse Wilmington with, what did you say? Chesapeake Bay? Like Chesapeake, Virginia. Yeah. It was yeah. Just it would never Virginia that it was. The case for the pigeon is mounting. Jake, it is. You're back on the screen. Hail <laughs> Pigeon. We're still going to lobby for him to move into some sort of higher level position within USAW. Guys, if you've stuck around to this point, you are a true fan. But we're getting to the topic of the day, I promise. First, I have a question. Um, this one, as I was writing the script, it kind of just came to me. Um, ranking recreational drugs on meat day. So, which recreational drugs would have the greatest effect on performance and the greatest hindrance on performance? I saw some stuff in the back room and in the warm-up hall when I was reflecting on both AO and National. It was like, these people are on some drugs. Um, so, I was thinking, let's rank them. Evan, where were yours? Most of them were going... To least helpful. Are you going least to helpful? most helpful? To least. You're going most to least? All right. I'll go most to least. Do you want to go least to most? We'll meet them at all. I don't know. Let's not Let's announce the people to which direction we're going and his name. <laughs> Thanks for hand away. Let's start. Opioids. Not not ideal. Not ideal. You throwing possibly ideal. Full not spectrum ideal. of opioids, all of them? Or is there one that's like heroin, probably not good, fentanyl, Six for six, all time. All ours. All of them okay. spread differently in terms of the bottom tier of the ranking for me. I think those are one of the worst things you could have. Mostly because anytime I've been on some sort of opioid painkiller, I don't poop for a few. Your lifting hasn't been good. Oh, you're worried about <laughs> pooping. You're worried about making weight. I'm worried about making weight. Uh, you don't make weight. You don't lift. This is a big brain. You miss weight by six pounds at AO finals. You're not lifted. Hey, shout out to the RP Strength sponsored athlete. Uh, who, 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 what was her name? Who missed weight? Katie Jones. Is she still mad at you? I have no idea. Katie, don't be mad. So. Missing weight is normal. People miss weight all the time. It's not a big deal. Someone it's makes fun of you. It's not a problem. Just make weight next time around. Come on the podcast. We'll talk about weight cutting strategies that don't involve an app yelling at you. Come on. Get your shit together. Which are you? Least helpful, because they'll make you miss weight. I like where you're coming from there. Next. Bingo, what you got? Um, my least, I'm going to go with forehead kiss from the homies. And that's a controversial one, because a lot of people would say the forehead kiss is super, uh, you know, 
performance enhancing. Disagree. I think it puts me in the wrong mindset. Makes me think about how much I love my homies. And when I think about that, I'm not thinking about, you know, smashing barbells. I'm not thinking about slamming bars and crushing PRs. Thinking about, you know, how much I love my friends. And that's that's not the mindset I want to be in. So Evan, heroin, me, forehead kisses. And you see, to add more controversy to that, I feel like that's one of the best meat day performance enhancers. But you, you, play, you play good night kiss from the homies the night before. That's not technically meat day. Unless you're I'm gonna let's just end it right now. Oh, multiple kisses. Multiple kisses. Okay. Kisses all throughout the morning, kisses through the weigh-in. You're coming back. Homie's coming back to the weigh-in, and the judge is like, what are you doing? And I'm like, watch. Yeah. I'm on a bunch of heroin. I'm going to let my friend kiss me while I weigh in. He was dancing for heroin this morning. Because you got suckered into volunteering for a USA weightlifting national meet. Yeah. They're going to just yell at you. Just make sure you're not wearing socks. The homie can come back with you. But if you're wearing socks, they're not going to let you weigh in. If you kiss your homies wearing socks, you're, that's not, you're on some. Something you should not in. Yeah, you need to take your socks off. This is a socks off household. Vulnerability. Show like, them toes. It's like when you're watching a porn and like both people have their socks on. Like, what? How's it affect traction? Yeah. Where did, where did it all go wrong? Like, we did, like, you both had to go with the Kirkland brand? What did you Chris provided by the chat? <laughs> the producers were like, here, we're sponsored by Costco. Yes. So, all right, we're bringing you here today. All right, everyone pop their uh, Viagra's and their sex drugs. Okay, cool. Got it, got it. All right, what are you Kirkland singer for sock. Here you go. Put your socks on. Whoa, whoa, hold on. I didn't sign up for all this. Read the fine print. Yeah. Always read the terms of use. Answer. All right, what's next for you? What's next for me? Um... I put marijuana right under cocaine. Okay. Marijuana, similar reason to you getting hungry, you getting munchy the night before, meat day, morning of. You three hours out, you start getting munchy, you can start eating. And You're really worried about making weight, aren't you? Always. You don't make weight, you can't sip on the platform. You're like a 96. He's like the only 96 who weighs 90 on any given day who's worried about making weight. And I go, what if I show up, like, you know, six kilos worth of constipation on me? It's like, right, on. we're going to have a, what was that, a gold platform, stars platform? I don't want to be the 89B stars platform AO pooper here. Okay. Uh, I submit your time between the second and third attempt, but... Next for me, I have hallucinogens on there. Hallucinogens. That would just give you some like adrenaline to just get going if you see no. this like big pink monster like that one episode of South Park. And I don't know. A down signal can look pretty scary when you're out there on like a like seven grams of mushrooms. And have you seen some of the judge? I don't listen. This isn't mean. I'm not saying this to be mean. I think that all people are beautiful. But have you seen some of the judges that they have at these meets? These are like Ooh. under the bridge trolls type of individuals, <laughs> like some some both ladies and gentlemen who are terrifying individuals. You throw some mushrooms, some acid in the equation, and a barbell with pretty colors on it. Like, oh man, look how beautiful colors <laughs> are! So much fun. Just put all the change plates on again, sir. That's the same exact attempt. It's the same weight. You can't do that. Put all the change plates on. I want to see the pretty tires. <laughs> 
the training of oh, more you're only we need to color up the bar it's like no i want more change plates than <laughs> just more more two and a half and one and a half kilo plates please thank you that's my that's my second least helpful by you that's fair that's fair and especially if you talk about the judges you don't want to see that down signal get scared throw the bar at them and have them give you a no left yeah is that a no lift I don't know. We think you could play it off for a, uh, what, AO Finals? Brandon Victorian, first guy who signed up for Max Out Blackout. Love it. Hit a massive clean and jerk. It was like 183, I think. He's a power jerker. Power jerks, bring his feet together, gets the down signal, drops it. They give him a no lift because they said he didn't bring his feet together. It was like, oh, what? Super controversial. Lift. Why'd you give the down signal? <clears throat> he didn't have his feet together. Why'd you give the down signal? Oh, but he did. Uh, <laughs> but he did controversial lift we'll try and get him on here to talk about it and just have him vent for an hour about it okay um next drug though i put a uh, cocaine and adderall we're moving up the tier now we're moving up the tier list these are getting a little bit better to meet that out of contents to pull they start not to see <laughs> we're starting to get to simulants these are getting a little bit better now uh i would have to agree with you yep that's probably well. No, I have a uh, I have marijuana in edible form and smoked form. I feel like edible form is gonna really get sneaky on you. You're feeling good for the first and second attempt, and then your heaviest snatch comes up, and that's really starts hitting you. Now, now we're having a bad time. Smoked a little bit more, uh, a little bit more stable there. Okay, a little bit more predictable. Here's a question: drug tests. I I win AO. That's what would have happened. I missed the deadline, but I want everyone to know that I would have won. Of yes, with my very impressive one twenty one fifty, I probably would have won. Um, I I am a a fifty five kilo male, by the way. Uh, I, the camera adds some pounds. Like it really makes him look a lot bigger. But if I when I get the gold medal in the fifty five kilo session, if they were to drug test you, are they drug testing for recreational drugs? I know they test yeah. for marijuana, right? They do. C- cocaine probably hallucinating for marijuana i'd assume so are they testing for jenkum <laughs> no i'm not biting <laughs> i'm not biting on that one thanks <laughs> close we're gonna get them in these episodes we'll get them i was like they take connected but i know that <laughs> something uh, they do test for it because you have people pop for marijuana all the time and if they're testing for that I'd assume they're testing for the others too. Yeah. But you never hear it's just not as likely because you don't see somebody just like, hey, I'm going to do a line and go take a lift. It's like, hey, I moved from Colorado where I came from Colorado to compete and I smoked one the other day because it's legal. That's, yeah. USAW is where it gets controversial. Federal laws. Get with the times. Again, Matt, come on. Let's talk. Let's talk. I wonder what Matt's list is. Matt, all that's cool. Yeah, Matt loves all of them. He likes the combination. He mixes them all up in a bowl, pours it over his Wheaties in the morning, and maxes out and blacks out. He mm-hmm. would be a true... He'll be there April 8th. Yeah, he will. He'll actually be lifting. He won't be testing, but he'll yeah. be there. Yes. Uh, that's that's an important clarification. USADA, Safe Sport, will they be in attendance at MOBUF? Hell no. Absolutely not. And that's why we're talking about throw down. today. We wanted, we wanted everyone to know... That they will not be in attendance. Not only are drugs allowed, they're encouraged. Any drug testing will be to make sure that you're on drugs, 
not the inverse. Exactly. Now Evan has like actual questions. Evan, take it away. Topics of the day. I'm done with my tomfoolery. Oh, you're still participating in this stuff. Okay. Two questions that got asked for us to talk about. First one, how long does it take to become a good or a proper weightlifter? And then second one, what are some unexpected benefits or setbacks that we've seen from our time lifting, weightlifting, bodybuilding, powerlifting, CrossFit, any of it? So really wherever we want to start. What the hell is a good and proper weightlifter? That is something that is up to the individual. Okay. I'd say. Do we want to put some parameters around it? Or I want to. I think it frames the discussion best. So don't like, you want to frame that? Because I feel like you, you could go really in three different avenues. Have you scrolled Reddit weightlifting, our weightlifting before? <laughs> it's, one of those things, right? it's one of those things that I'll do at like two in the morning if I can't sleep. So there's a lot of people on there who think that they are good and proper weightlifters. And they're like, hey, here's my video. And they put it under the fluff section. It's like, you should have visited the form check section. <laughs> this is not fluff. This is form check. And they consider it. So it, I, yeah, I guess it really is up to the individual. Um but as far as like social standards, I feel like it could go three ways of like one, you could look at it from like a load you're lifting Two, it could be one of those things that it's like a quality of your movement and not necessarily like load or three, it could be like the social aspect where it's like, Hey, you're that person that people look to in the gym or online. And they're like, Hey, you know, can you give me some advice? You may not be the most knowledgeable, but if you get to that point where people are coming up to you in a gym and they're like, Hey, can you watch this lift for me? And you're like, okay. That might be the point that it's like socially, it's accepted that you're a good weightlifter. So where do you fall? What's your, well, of those three, which, uh, which camp do you put yourself in? None of the above. Not nah, fuck them all. They're all stupid ideas. I don't know why I said them. I don't know. I feel like for me, it's one of those things that it's like, I don't claim to be an incredible technician, but I do feel like I move decently well. There's a lot of room to improve on some lifts, but I feel like that's definitely more so the strong suit for me is moving well and being that person that people are like, hey, can you watch this for me? Because strength-wise, got some work to do. I think a good and proper weightlifter is someone who can max out and people who are watching you aren't worried for your life. That's fair. You like that? I like that. I'm the like one that wasn't on speed dial when, <laughs> when Evan has a heavy day. It's like, okay, here comes Todd. Get ambulance <laughs> outside. Here comes Todd. He's wearing his tights and only tights again. We know what that means. <laughs> the arm, the overhead is here with like bent elbows. And Big Friday on a Tuesday at 8 p.m. Like the gym's supposed to be closing. He's only going to be here for 30 minutes because his tendonitis is going to flare up on his 17th miss at 80 kilos. Yes. That would have the copper tone sports sleeve on him. Dude, there's copper infused inside of it. Copper is metal. I think if your joints were made out of metal, you'd be unbreakable. You'd be, you'd be like Wolverine. It's in the name. It's got Jerry Rice and Brett Favre in the commercial. Like, what the fuck? You think they could just lie about that stuff? No way. Copper Tone over SB. You're not Copper Tone. Sponsor the podcast. We will, we will sing your praises. We'll get your name out there. We'll rock your stuff at every single meet. So, yeah, I think that's probably it, is like someone who can push in like a heavy session or a max out session without someone without it looking very very scary because i think that people can replicate good form at low intensities and still be not like a very good or proper weightlifter 
Um, it's when you push the higher intensities that you start to see. Um, someone once said, uh, you know, a beginner makes a different mistake every time they do a lift. An intermediate makes the same mistake every time they do a lift. An expert, when they make mistakes, know why they made that mistake. So I would say if you're making mistakes in your lifts and you know why those mistakes are happening, oh, I'm pushing the bar out in front of me because I'm getting up on my heels earlier, I'm, I'm shorting my pull, I'm not you know active in my arms through that third pull, like now I would consider you a good and proper weightlifter. And so how long, so what do you think are the biggest things that contribute to getting to that point? That Do you think it's one of those things that it's mostly time, just reps, sets, time under the bar? Do you think that it could be expedited in any way? And as far as the range, what do you really look at there? That's that's tough. So I think there's probably a combination of both nature and nurture there. Uh, nurture being coaches or coaching, nature being your natural ability to orient your body through space. Some people are born with kind of that like gymnasty body awareness where they're really good at moving their body and really good at moving their body around a fixed object or a heavy object like a barbell. Other people just don't have that. And then there's the nurture component of it, of like what coaching were you exposed to early on? I think it, I think it can really range. You see some people, what I will say is that you don't see anyone or I have yet to see anyone pick up a bar for the first time, do a clean and jerk and a snatch and do it well, like do it really well. There's always something a little bit weird about it. But you will see some people that after a month of consistent snatching and cleaning jerking, they're moving extremely, extremely well. Like hitting all their proper positions, able to load the bar nicely. Their form doesn't get horrible when they start to go heavier. That can happen in as little as a month. And there's people with five, 10 years of experience who still move like shit and they're weak yep. and they suck at high percentages. They, It's just unfortunate. Yeah. And it, that's always tough to see. What do you think? But no, those athletes that come in and they're just two, three weeks. I mean, what? Bringing up Brittany again down at Bear, she has this one athlete, Aaron, who's been lifting for, I think, less than a year. He might have just crossed the one-year mark, but played football and came to her and was like, hey, I want to get into weightlifting. He's a super, and in his first year, he's hitting like 170 snatches and 215 clean and jerks. And every time he steps on the platform, it's like 10, 15 kilo PRs still. It's like, what the fool hell? like that's not just a 50 kilo br 175 snatch it's like fuck dude build some people just build different build different straight up build different straight up. we're gonna try and get him down to my boat too um but no i i think that's a really good way to put it of getting to that point of being classified as good being able to just be aware of what's going on being able to look give that feedback to yourself being able to give that feedback to others if you see it and just really understanding what's happening in your lift, in your training, where you're going, why you're doing what you're doing. And then all the other aspects that go into it of some people might get there quicker than others. And some people might take, you know, a few years, but that shouldn't derail people if it does take a little bit longer. You know, Lou still has things to improve on, right? He's not okay. He's not a great lifter at all. That's why he takes EPO to accelerate that become a good lifting. So that's, that might be the takeaway from this whole segment is that if your technique is poor and you're not lifting as much as you'd like to, just start just start pinning some EPO. Like, just accelerate <laughs> the process. Go like, back. Yeah, take a year off, get small, take a bunch of drugs. You'll be better when you come back. 100% money back guarantee on that one. 
we're not liable for any yeah, side of no. it. So you people have some nasty ones. No, not a but money back guarantee. Yeah, don't come to us and talk about side effects or you know heart failure or like torn ligaments. Like suck it up. No, be a man. <laughs> be be a man. Don't say some great videos. You want to talk about uh, TikTok trends? I do like the be a man trend. There's that one guy who's just like awkwardly staring into the camera with his hat backwards and like a bush light in his hand. Yeah. Be a man. That's it. And then your next question here, benefits and setbacks we've seen from our time lifting. And to start us off, you got some good setbacks here. I don't know if I can add much to it. I'll start us off. First one we kind of mentioned earlier, clothing. Unexpected. Trying to keep these a little bit, you know, not the obvious like, oh, here's this. Oh, here's that. One of the biggest unexpected setbacks, I think, for me, getting into lifting and then also kind of changing gears and shifting focus through the years that I've been doing stuff like this is really how differently or how much it varies with how clothing fits you. Whether it's you're going from one phase of training into another, going from some heavier lifts into more of this lighter volume work, seeing muscles grow, having pants get tight, having pants rip having shirts get tight, shirts get loose, as your body weight fluctuates, just all these things. Having to have a different wardrobe for kind of each phase of training or having to get rid of clothes, get more clothes, definitely an unexpected kind of setback or complication that probably is one of those first ones that I think about whenever I think about it. Because I remember when I started getting back into weightlifting and we started working together, I went through like every pair of pants that I own. <laughs> it was like, week after week I would put a pair on that used to fit me great and then I would like bend over to tie my shoe and my pants would rip read the fine print I am not liable for any wardrobe malfunctions that occur in training as a result of becoming jacked and juicy but you get that chunky dumper you are responsible and all credit goes to you there's like a classic classic photo of I believe it's a soviet lifter and he's doing clean pulls, and he he looks like he's wearing like a diaper. Do you know what I'm talking about? He's like at he's like at the top of a pole. I don't know who it is. Fuck, man, I wish I ugh, forget. Those Soviet sessions went for a while. I wouldn't be surprised. Sarenko. I forget who it is. Oh, we'll have Jake find it. But that's the remedy to your solution. Get yourself a one size fits all lifting diaper. And do all your sessions in that. Now we're not worried about my virus tights don't fit anymore. Be a man. Be <laughs> Wear a, a man. <laughs> Wear a lifting diaper. Virus has a warranty. If they get too stressed out and they rip, email and be like, hey, you're not inclusive of my size. The Big Friday podcast sent me. And they'll say, whoa, whoa, okay. Here's here's 30 to very quickly become very sorry. <laughs> or just buy it to yourself and do better. Exactly. Set yourself up for more uh, more of a positive benefit there, more of a positive gain. What else? Other steps? I'm to see, you have injuries on here. Injuries are one of those that, yeah, you always got to keep in mind, right? It's I'm a big, big fan of injury myself. Big fan. Big injury guy. That's when you do CrossFit, right? Right? Expose myself to so many more repetitions where I can possibly hurt myself. But at the same time, do so many more repetitions that the likelihood of that decreases. Big brain. What are you, big brain? Have you been injured before? If you haven't been injured before, what are your injuries? What's wrong with you? I am a walking injury. Like, if I am not injured, 
No, man, my shoulder, if I don't do stuff for my shoulders, my hip, like I have a partially torn labrum in my shoulder. I have a torn labrum in my hip. My back is just jacked. Like it's one of those things that it's by choice that that happened for me because early on I was just stupid with my training, but then also playing sports like wrestling, football, baseball, like all these things just took their toll. With me, how much of your injuries would you blame on your um, insistence on running long distances? Me personally, um, even the injuries that have come as a direct result of lifting something too heavy, I'm going to blame those on previous running experience. You're going to blame that on my little, my little uh, fling with yeah. endurance training. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You would have been fine if you hadn't done all those foot contacts. That's what's saying. It's that impact that goes up the chain. So when you catch that snatch at 120 that I wrote on your program, even though you never, you know, you haven't done anything, you know, within five kilos of that and it dislocates your shoulder, running. The trail okay. runs. Wait, just return the ultras. Yeah. Return the Nikes, get rid of the Sauconies, and replace it with some weightlifting shoes and hit the gym. Have you ever had an elbow touch? You have. <laughs> I have. I would have played that. You've had some nasty ones. I don't. I don't. That was because she had a cleaning for like a year, didn't? I don't watch that video anymore. That video still haunts me. Because you like you really messed your wrist up with that. I did. I did. I now know what it feels like for my knuckles to touch my forearm. Bad is the review. Zero out of ten. Just slow mo screen cap that moment where that wrist is so far back. Get someone to do like an abstract painting of it. Can't wander up the couch. We'll place that gifted flag behind you with that. I'd hit some like big block clean PRs earlier that week and I was feeling good. Uh, I think I hit like a 140, I think I hit like 143 on the attack. That was a little that because I injured nice and easy. And then that was 146, I think, 146 or 147. And I was on a clock because the, the class was about to start. It was at a CrossFit gym. The class was about to start. I was trying to take like a big heavy lift and scream and yell during the middle of class. So I skipped over chalking my hands and I went to like pull and then my hand just slipped off the bar and I like just was so slow in turning over that it just elbow touch, full back with the wrist. That was not good. I took like a, I took a full year. I just went and did a bodybuilding prep. I used my time to do the most worthless thing possible get really skinny and small and weak you went back to those days where you were squatting like 500 pounds for sets of like eight or something ridiculous yeah those stupid things the title of the squat father bad hit bad knee bad back because much like casey i used to be a huge advocate of getting crashed on by my cleans it was the only thing that made me feel alive anymore was the feeling of like my L4 and my L5, like poking out of my rectum, like, hey, and then getting sucked back in as I got smashed by 315 pounds into the hole. Got to lose word to brand. That was bad. That was bad. Did not enjoy that. But a lot of that was just like, just like bad technique. And it was just driven by like chasing numbers early on. I was like, I, yeah, it's like some, cause I, you know, you come from a background of like powerlifting, bodybuilding, where like linear progressions are like very real, but like the expression of power in the scope of like Olympic weightlifting, it varies. It requires a lot more auto regulation than like, okay, I squatted, you know, 450 for my last training session today, you know, for fives. Today I'm training, you know, 465 for threes. Like there's a much more logical 
linear progression there with the loads. Whereas like weightlifting, like 120 on a clean can feel like 150 on any other given day. And there's not like a really good reason there. It's just like, just, it ain't there today. And you need to learn how to pack it in, take what's there and move on, which is a lesson that I learned by snapping my arm in half. Some people learn it by being told. And then you have stubborn people like us that are like, Hey, I don't believe you. I'm invincible. I'm going to do it anyways. And then we realize we're not. Your tenant leaves bad. Probably shouldn't be lifting that heavy. Hear me out, coach man. I know my body best. I'm a max out instead. You gonna learn. Eventually, you gonna learn. Hey, people who share this podcast, like it, comment, subscribe, do the whole thing that social media tells you to do. Remember, we still give out passes to max out on Friday. We do. Tag the podcast, your coach on your story. Maybe you put his or her cell phone number. I might even call him. Hey, coach. Uh, Lisa is maxing out today. Who is this? How'd you get my number? Don't worry about it. Big Friday podcast. Hang up. Then they'll look and they'll max out themselves. It's the circle of life. Coaches have coaches. <laughs> coaches do be coaching coaches. They do be doing that sometimes. It, is, it do be like that. I don't remember what this question was anymore. What were we talking about? Setbacks? Setbacks is definitely. And this next one can kind of be a transition, I guess, because I think another one that could be a little bit of a setback, but also a benefit, is kind of a change in a social circle. I know that was one of those things, too, that myself and a lot of others that I've talked to kind of experienced. Like, you start getting into being active at first, and then... You know, some of your friends might be like, hey, let's go do this on the weekend. Let's go do this right now. Come do this with us. And you start to get active and you start to feel some of those like positive changes that come. You're sleeping better. You're feeling better. You have more energy. And you're like, you might go do it once or twice. And you're like, hey, I don't really like doing this stuff anymore. Like, I don't feel good. It's impacting the things that make me feel good. And they might be like, okay, well, screw you then. And it's like, okay, screw you guys too. Ouch. But then you move on and you find people who are like, yeah, the things that made me feel good are the good things. I'm going to do more of those things. And so it's a setback up front because then it's like, okay, you might have a period where you're a little bit lonely. You might have a period where you feel like a little bit confused of like, who are my friends? Who are it? But then you start to get into like, okay, now I have a better community around me who has similar drives, similar goals. And then it becomes a benefit. Would you agree? Would you disagree? I No, 100%. As, a, as an enthusiast, of switching my barbell based sport every like three to five years i'm a huge huge advocate of this as well i think people should intentionally put these periods of switching over to sport i think you should periodize stuff like this in your life from a social aspect of you know making new friends like you said um and then just getting a range of physical activity under your belt um one of our this just in segments that i recorded is that bodybuilders crossfitters weightlifters powerlifters you're allowed to be friends with each other you don't have to shit talk each other you don't have to be mean to each other you can even compete at each other's events like you're seeing a lot more of this like powerlifters transitioning to becoming bodybuilders and having a lot of success weightlifters jumping into a super total or a powerlifting meet and having a lot of success like you can dabble around, expand your social circles. And if you are someone who maybe was a power lifter back in the day and you got tired of type two diabetes, a CPAP and eating like three pounds of peach rings every day, and you decided that you wanted to be a weightlifter instead, like 
it's fine to leave that chapter behind. You don't have to keep reposting all of your deadlift PRs from when your back hurt so bad that you couldn't feel your legs at night. Like you don't have to revisit that. You can close okay. that chapter. One pack of P trains a day and be a weightlifter. One pack. That's the maximum. Come on. <laughs> like, Jesus. Give your pancreas a break, please. Uh, awesome. But you can switch. You can change over to another sport, and it's perfectly fine to do so. And you should. It's going to give you a more enriched physical experience as a whole. You'll be less likely to burn out, develop a greater, less likely to get injured as well. Overuse injuries, same movement patterns, squat bench deadlift every single day, snatch clean and jerk every single day. Do something different. Try something Maybe new. move to your left and right. Maybe do a little twist and turn. What? Who would ever thought what is you that? can do something more than go up and down, forward, back? I am a frontal plane enthusiast. No, satchel plane enthusiast yes. only, only. I flex and extend. That is it. You can cut things else. Rotation, pass. Abduction, adduction. Miss me with all that shit. The next oh, CrossFit Open, uh, what twenty three point one is going to be a hundred yard lateral shuffle, down and back fifty. Yeah, like a twenty minute, <laughs> twenty minutes. Yeah. <laughs> So they just released that the the 23.1 live has Laura Horvath in it, so you know it's not going to be handstand push-ups. Workout number one will not have handstand push-ups in it because she still can't do one. Maybe they're just going to bring people who can't do handstand push-ups and be like, you've got seven minutes of handstand push-ups. Good luck. I, I could dig that. I could get down with that. Uh, what are some other benefits? Benefits from our time lifting. We still do. I feel like you're just, you're just nailing all mine. You're just stealing all my talking points. Let me think. Let me think. Setbacks. Setbacks. You kick us off with benefits. Uh, benefits. So Thanksgiving, Christmas, roll around. The parents, what do they want to talk about? Gas prices, immigration, all that stupid shit. The hot topics. Yes, the hot tops. And you say, yo, I just snatched a one kilo PR last week. You pass your phone around the table. You make everyone watch your low block snatch PR. It lightens up the mood. All of a sudden, no one's worried about if they're going to outlaw cooking on gas stoves because you are the gas stove. You do be cooking when it's hot. And it's you, not, you really that's a huge benefit right there. A lot of people think that the opposite is true. They think that your family, especially your immediate family, doesn't want to talk only about the weird sport that you're obsessed with your sports in the olympics it's not weird it's cool and everyone wants to hear about it don't let the anti-weightlifting propagandists win tell everyone you can think of show strangers on the bus your pr videos show everyone you're enriching their life in the same way that weightlifting enriches your life force your hobbies on others it's, it's only right don't let them have opinions. Push yours on them. Setbacks. 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 I feel like I feel like weightlifting training, and this isn't specific to our style of training, because we definitely do this. We fall more in like the Chinese style of weightlifting where we want to be jacked and juicy. But I feel like a lot of weightlifting programming doesn't have enough direct hypertrophy work in it. No. And if you're not filling out the singlet, if your singlet is hanging loosely over some like saggy man boobs not a good look no one's gonna take you serious i don't care if it takes 20 kilos off your total 
hit a specialization block for chest hypertrophy so that you could at least look good when you're bombing out in the F session at AO1. Like, imagine that. You bomb out and you look fat and ugly. Like, oh, worst case scenario. But you bomb out and you're like, oh man, I missed my third snatch. Like, and you pull down the, the sides of your singlet and you're just looking absolutely fucking dieseled out. Like, that's a sponsorship right there. That's the guy. Like, the RP diet app is going to be all over you. You show up the next year, you look like a skeleton creature and you miss weight somehow. How is that even possible? I've lost 30 pounds of muscle and I can't wait by 20. <laughs> Get more jacked. That's a setback of weightlifting. Traditional weightlifting training does not have enough get jacked work in it. So, yeah, it's always enough you know, to see, like, you know, that's one of those things that early on weightlifting, coming out of CrossFit straight into weightlifting, like the amount of volume I was doing with CrossFit, I went into a weightlifting period for like 12 weeks and it was just heavy lifts, low volume, heavy lifts, no hypertrophy work. And it went well. But then I came back and tried to do that after a little bit of a break and I snapped. And then, you see a lot of people that do their volume, like you said, just in the form of doing traditional lifts. They're doing like eight, nine, ten by ones at ninety percent. Yo, and that's some silly shit. It's wild. I especially when the expectation is set that it's like, hey, I know you're gonna miss three, four, five of these, but give it a shot anyways. It's like, what the hell? So like, what are you what are you practicing at that point? It's like in like and you see it in like advanced lifters too. They're like, Yeah, today I had sixteen singles at eighty three percent. What the fuck are you working on? What are you working on? You're going to be so good at 83%. You're never going to miss a lift in the back room. You're so good at that. Like, oh, my elbows and my back hurts. Like, what me? Because you took fucking six. What were you doing? The same. You could accomplish the same thing with four singles. Why are you doing 16? Powerlifters do it as well. Like, yeah, I got a 10 by two today. It's a fucking squat. What are you doing 10 by two? You practice bending your knees and sitting down and standing. on a rip a toe, five by five. That's it. Like, this is my hypertrophy work. It's like, I don't think we have the same definition of hypertrophy. I think you're confused. I think it's going to go back to exercise physio one, apologize to your teacher for not paying attention, relearn how to actually get jacked, and then go from there. Because 10 by 2 ain't it, dog. It just ain't it. It ain't. You triggered me. You triggered me hard right there. It's okay. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I need to put a warning out next time. Create a safe word. Heart rate right now? Just out of control. 172. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Get this man a beta blocker. <laughs> Those also got outlawed. Speaking of uh, coming back to drugs, beta blockers got outlawed by the World Mini Golf Association with this update to the WADA prohibited substance list, which is a very fun fact. It's a damn Mini Golf. It just keeps. It's a damn drug. shame. The amount of regulations they put on us. That's why Max Out Blackout exists. And that's why you should sign up today because we're not worried about things like this. We're not worried about arbitrary standards like performance enhancing drugs. We don't care about that. We want to see you show up and lift the biggest numbers that you can to the loudest music that you can tolerate with the rowdiest crowd that you've ever seen. And then we're bringing out the breathalyzers after your session is over and we're trying to push point twos, point threes, and then... We'll call you an Uber home because we're safe like that. We take the keys when you weigh in. Big up. That's what we want to see. We want to have fun. Not this USA weightlifting, wannabe golf, hold up the signs to tell everyone in the crowd to be quiet. Like, yo, 
we're, we're screaming and lifting heavy circles so that the voices in our head go away. Like, are we really going to take ourselves this seriously? Yes. I want to see, I want to see Vuvuzuela's cowbell, <laughs> all that good stuff. We need more cowbell. Yeah, sure. Maximum cowbell. All right. That brings us to our announcement, which is the link is in the description. Don't fucking miss it. Go sign us on mobile. Be a loser. Yes. Don't be a loser. Confirmed. If you five seconds from when I finish this sentence aren't signed up, loser. Confirmed loser. Don't bother signing up because you'd come in last anyway. We're going to track your IP address, figure out who you are, and we're going to ship post you online. It's CCP up in here, bitch. That's right. What else? You got your own sense. That was mine. I shouted things. I'm good now. What else we talked about the people we want to have on the podcast last week? I think it would be cool to hear about what people want to. Yeah. We want the pigeon. We're reaching out to the weightlifting AI, the RP diet app. Cobalvin, neither have come back to us yet. Neither are the pigeon, the if then Excel sheet, or the AI have gotten back to us yet, but. The AI is busy right now. The AI is very busy right now. Cloakov and Ilya, they're in. We're just coordinating schedules. They both confirmed, yes. They're both very busy. Ilya has his weightlifting academy. Cloakov has his cross-lifting that he's still doing. Not CrossFit, cross-lifting. Don't get it twisted. Don't pay a fee on these. No, no, never. Greg Glassman, bad bad boy. (laughs) We don't want Glassman on the body. (laughs) I'll pass on that one. You think you can do that one solo? Um, But... No, who do people want to see on the podcast? Let us know. Leave a comment. Shoot us a DM. Follow Gifted Barbell Club at gifted underscore barbell club on Instagram. Share the podcast. Tag the podcast. Tag us in your big Friday lifts. Again, free pass to max out. We'll take it up with your coach. We'll represent you in court. Um, the court of lifting, not actual court. Neither of us are lawyers. Um, and that's it. That's all I've got. And that's all I've got as well. Guys, we'll see you on the next one. I love you. You're beautiful. That big stash you hit wasn't a press out. Don't listen to the haters on the internet. If it was a press out, just remember it would count at MOBO. So maybe start doing meets that actually matter, like the ones that don't hold you to shitty arbitrary standards. Abolish the press out. Abolish forehead kisses from the homies either the night before or the day of your meet and bring out the hallucinogens the next time you can pee. See you on the next one. We love drugs. You love drugs. <laughs> Gifted Barbell Club endorses your drug use. I love to you, Lou. Bye. Bye.